Alright, well, so we're recording. So we're all still locked down, right? How's everybody doing? <laughs> As we want to do, we uh, took a unplanned absence <laughs> for a couple weeks. <laughs> one of one of the weeks wasn't intended. I apparently didn't do didn't test the audio correctly and it didn't record. Rookie move, but uh, we were using new <laughs> software and it. Uh, it was actually a good episode, too, because it was the first time we both collectively shit on this promotion. Uh, but also, there's no record of it, so like an extra sketch, it never happened. <laughs> I'm sure we will get into it. Um, well, let's, so then, yeah, let's talk about this week so that we can kind of get into the roster and just see where we're at, because we've missed a few weeks already. Okay. Um, so we started out with Valveteen and Undisputed Era. And first of all, we'll say that I think our our official position is going to be no comment as as of this moment. There's a developing situation with Velveteen Dream that we will not address because we are not privy to any of the information about it. But Velveteen oh, I think may not will. be very long. May not be very long in this promotion anymore. Oh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> Uh, okay, you will have to talk about this afterwards then, because I don't know. But the opening was interesting. <laughs> yeah. So Keith Lee came out and helped out Velveteen with uh, Undisputed, and then they we decided that we we're going to have a, um, a tag team match with the two best Undisputed members and Keith Lee and Velveteen Dream. So three of the best four workers in the company, by my definition. Um, uh, yeah, because... Um... Somehow Finn Balor's got missing. Uh, I wasn't even thinking uh, of him. I was thinking of Riddle. Uh, well, no, remember because Velveteen Dream was supposed to open up or have they're gonna oh, have yeah, the that's night. Right. We were gonna have that match. I completely forgot that that's what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. So Finn Balor didn't show up. Velveteen comes out. Chicken shit heel and his buddies come out <laughs> and they gang up on Velveteen. But then the moment maker comes out to help him out. As soon as I saw Keith Lee come out, I was like, it's over for Undisputed Era. And then when he stood tall and Bobo team like patted him on the chest, I was like, new tag team right there. <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, right there, the limitless dream. There you go. <laughs> nah, man. Both of them are way too over. They have to be in a tag team together. They'd have to bring somebody else up. Um, yeah, so then we also got a women's match, which actually last week there was a ton of women's wrestling. Uh, and I don't know if it's because they're less affected by this, but yeah, we've had a lot more women's wrestling from WWE this last couple of weeks, so it's been pretty cool. But yeah, uh, finally, Tegan got some help against this uh duo of Dakota Kai and Raquel, and Shotzi helped her out, um, even though they ended up losing. <laughs> Uh yeah, it was I enjoyed this match so much. Uh Shotzi's great in anything she's doing lately. I don't think anything's gonna mess up her momentum. Tegan Knox has a new opening coming in, which is alright. Uh I'm actually liking Dakota Kai more as her heel, because she reminds me of a female version of Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's starting to find her way for sure. Like right? it's taking yeah. a long time, but I mean, it's better than, like, now, yeah, now she has a little more direction than, like, as opposed to EO, who I still have no idea what's going on with her character. She's just evil. She came out from, like, the well, all in black and a little bit of red, and she's like, you know what, I'm gonna run with this. 
like, <laughs> that's all you need to know is she the like ace like yeah i don't know whatever <laughs> um yeah so other than that the i mean yeah we'll get into the main event but the like the biggest thing that we've had for the last couple of weeks that we didn't get to talk about really was the cruiserweight championship uh tournament for the new cruiserweight belt is that cruiserweight belt yeah. new by the way the one that has like black and purple on it or is that the one jordan devlin had so they so I guess they always have two in case for some reason when the championship the champion has it and forgets it and they always have one there. Uh-huh. So the it, it's the same belt. It's the same it's just the okay. the lighting when it hits it looks different, but it still looks like a gorgeous belt that I want to have. Like yeah. I got to have this belt. It, yeah, um, I, I need to see the picture that I saw then because it looked like it was more black and purple, like 50 50, and that looked way cool. The one, the picture that I saw of it the other day. But so, group A is Kushida, Tony Nice, uh, Jake Atlas, and Drake Maverick, and group B is Swerve, Phantasma, Tazawa, and Gallagher. We already had Swerve lose, which I was surprised by, and Gallagher lose. Also, Kushida won. Yeah, Kushida won. Yeah, and, and Jake Atlas. At, yeah. Also, this tournament, I like that it's set up in groups because it's like, hey, no world, there's no soccer going on, so <laughs> might as well have like soccer tournament style. And everybody who lost still has a chance to win because they have to face every single opponent in their bracket, and then they can advance. Yeah. So uh, we never got to get our picks in. Like, who do you think is gonna go from Group A, Group B, and who do you think is gonna win? Uh, I'm torn because I want, I want Kushida to win his group, um, because he's in Group A, correct? Yeah. With okay. Atlas, Nice, and Maverick. But if this is not a work with Maverick with uh, with Drake, like I don't. I kind of want him to win, but on Group B, Hijo de la Fantasma all the way. <laughs> soy, from, soy from Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But so far, these matches have been great. Like, every single one, they've been fantastic. Yeah, I've enjoyed them all. I also am go- I'm rooting for Hijo de la Fantasma in, in Group B, but I think it's going to be Swerve. I think they're going to have him lose that... Um that first match and then go all the way back into the final like win out and get into the final against probably Kushida and I think he's gonna win they've been trying to make him for a while and I know he's over but like now's the time to either crown him or he's gonna be just a mid carder forever yeah and then I know I, I believe Tozawa's not gonna have anything because he's being used on the other programs quite a bit and it's kind of sad that He's so talented in these matches at, on NXT, and then they just like drop him out on the other programs, which is horrible. Yeah, I mean it's but, the, it's the mo for WWE. Uh, but yeah, so I also want yeah, like I said, I want to hear Denfetazma to win. We should talk about that segment where he is the one person who has not gotten kidnapped by those suited up uh, luchadors. Luchadors. Yeah. yeah, the cartel luchadors. Yeah. <laughs> He's not like, I just got here. I don't owe anything to you guys. <laughs> and he like fended them off when they drove up. And then he... He's all like, uh, he's like, no me dejo, or in Spanish is like, hell no, it's not gonna happen to me. And he's like, I'm from Mexico, I'm from Mexico. And he's just, I was like, all right, this is great. Screaming but I wanted to know you in the night as they drive off in fear. 
<laughs> I was like, I want to know when they're going to unveil whoever this cartel luchadors are doing with everybody else they've kidnapped. Yeah. See, so, like, that should be his story. So he... I'm more interested in him doing that already than I am about him getting this championship belt, to be honest with you. <laughs> it was so well done. I was like, ah, NXT, you haven't, you haven't lost your way that much. Yeah. So you touched on it, but I think we should talk about the ethics of this. And that Drake Maverick video, after, like, if this is a work, that is really shitty. Yeah. Unless there's a stipulation in his release that if he, if based on momentum that he gets from his actual release, and if he wins it, they allow him to stay in WWE. I was like, but you have to announce that to everybody. Like, don't keep us in the dark about it. Cause then if not, you just look like an a hole. Like, yeah. cause, cause you're releasing you... this guy along with other people who you're not going to bring back. And then, like, making, building him up as, like, an everyman, like, oh, I'm going to rise for, I'm going to be better from this, and then, like, sign him at the end of this. Like, no, that's just a story that you tried to make along with, and that had a whole lot of other collateral damage with it. That is really shitty. Yeah. (sighs) So, yeah, I hope he, like, I kind of, in a way, hope he doesn't sign back, but I hope he does have something else lined up, like a more lucrative deal in, in TNA Impact or something like that. Because he has been successful elsewhere. That was the reason he was able to come here. And I know Triple H like, was instrumental in bringing him here, but that's really shitty if it's a work, in my opinion. Yeah, the, it's because of how many people were released with him on the same day and all the people that followed afterwards and having their comments and their their moments of appreciation or or just upset with the company and the way they did it like and then you have this in the middle to take away from it because it was heart-wrenching watching that his his release video talking about not going to be able to see his friends because of the situation that the last time they saw each other was weeks or months ago now at this point and that'll probably be the last time they they see each other working for the same company and then, and then I was like, "Oh, these these matches are taped. No, they're live." He's still contracted to finish this, and then he leaves. Yeah, but it's up in the air. It, does he win and stay, or does he actually have to lose these matches, and then that's the end of his deal? Like, yeah. So <sighs> I, like, I kind of hope that he loses out, but looks as good as he did against Jake Atlas. Like that, that was cool. The yeah, this they, is a great match. Did that was fine, and like, yeah, let let that happen, and and just keep doing that. I guess three more times, but whatever. Like here, USA. If anybody's listening from that network, which you're probably not, give give NXT thirty extra minutes or fifteen at the beginning, fifteen at the end, because this is a much better product even when we're upset with it than the other two products that are going on. Well, one you only have, and that's three hours where you lose a bunch of people in the third hour. Anyway, <laughs> like this is early enough. If people stay like when I do watch it, I watch all the way. Or if I watch it later, I watch it all the way nonstop. I don't do bits and pieces and I go back and rewatch like, ah, uh, whatever. All right. So <laughs> that's my little rant. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't say who you think is gonna win the whole tournament. I I I said I want Kushida. I said Kushida should win the whole thing. Okay, 
I didn't think I heard you say that. Though. Um, but I do like Hijo de Fantasma. Like yeah. from brackets, those who I want, but Kashida should win the whole thing because cool. Kashida's been like a team player this whole damn time. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, I mean, he's been hurt here too, but so yeah, like, like I'm saying, like him and Swerve are someone who you need to get, get like some momentum behind already. Yeah, especially like. Kashida has weight from New Japan where he, those matches he had and the time splitters. I've gone back and watched some of those matches and I was like, damn, why is he not more elevated? Like, <laughs> He's like, no, man, I need a vacation. I need to get paid. Yeah, so uh, then, uh, we had a Charlotte Flair make an appearance and make her uh, officially make her challenge towards Mia Yim, so we'll get that match next week. Um... Uh, We'll see how good Charlotte is because I bet you she's going to make Mia look like a damn star. Just like she makes everybody else look really good. I don't want Charlotte to make her look like a star. I want Charlotte to... can't help but make people look like stars, dude. No, no, no. I I get that. But also Charlotte is so powerful and like a beast that I just want her to see her crush her. (laughs) Like like, uh, to steal from Braun Strowman, get these hands and just like destroy her in like 20 seconds and walk away it's like i gave you your opportunity i think you're still not up to snuff hbic whatever (laughs) yeah uh i'm not looking forward to it but we'll see how it goes uh yeah so then we finally get to the main event where we start to see all of these storylines come together uh something that they've been pushing for the last couple weeks and i actually wish we had done a show two weeks ago i think because i wanted to do a segment or i wanted to talk about dexter loomis's match that week and say that's all we need to talk about dexter loomis had a match and then move on but we <laughs> didn't get, i didn't get to and now i'm gonna look like a hater all these post weeks but i am so much less interested in this than like even alistair black dude i hate this character i hate this angle i hate this whole mysterious gimp like aesthetic it is dumb to me the one thing that i will give them props for is like with the way that they're building it they are being thorough in it because i don't know if you saw it but i saw it on a uh, tweet later from a screenshot in that first segment that we talked about earlier when dream and oh uh, Keith he's everywhere yeah Yeah. he's he's everywhere a bunch of different spots so like that's that's cool that they were that thorough with it but like it's dumb i i hate this character to be honest yeah, he was there. So this week he was in like, uh, like in the majority of all the matches in a different side of the ring uh-huh. for like an instant, and then he's gone. Um, and then the week before he did the same thing, but he stayed mostly on the right side. Um, and I was like, all right, that's kind of creepy and horrifying, but you also don't know what he is. Is he gonna be a heel? Is he gonna be a face? Is is he really going to be a gimp from Pulp Fiction that you pull out when you need? Um, Channing Tatum and this is the <laughs> Um I know you don't like the guy, but I, I, whatever, call me a mark. Like, I'm interested just in the fact because of how the end of this episode ended, which I'm disappointed how it got to it. But I was like, all right, you know, he helped out Velveteen. But I swear to God, I'm gonna get a Billy Club and I'm gonna find Damian Priest and be like, "How do you like getting hit in the back, fool?" Because <laughs> uh, he did that to Keith Lee, yeah. the limitless one, and he should have stood up like the Hulk 
and just turned back and ganked that thing out of him and hit him upside the head with it Man, and then got back in. The, the odds against uh, next week because that's the other match that we have next week. That one, Hulk smash. Like, that's <laughs> what I want to see. Because he brought up his first match and he was and Keith Lee was dropped out to him. I was like, Keith Lee didn't know about you. Keith Lee was probably not in his right mindset. And I don't care because he's the champ. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, what do you think is going to happen next week? Charlotte Flair retains, Keith Lee retains? Keith Lee retains. Charlotte Flair is not putting the belt up, by the way. It's uh, not a championship yeah, match. Yeah, just a match? No, she said yeah, the that's... first person she wanted to put the belt up against was, Char- was Mia. No, so it's not a cool, hold on. From what I know, and it could be wrong, because most of the times it is, um, <laughs> It's it's just a match, and she wanted to have her first match back at NXT with me again, but not for the title. Um, so the title's not going to go up. Yeah, because it's just from when they first fought back in the day. Okay. But it's not going to be a title match. Um, and and that's it. So Charlotte and, wins then. Of course. All right. Like I like I hope like she tells her like stop wearing your weird outfits and like get get on board with the right way to wrestle like you want to see her smack uh, the blue out of her hair like absolutely uh, Scott Pilgrim yeah like smack it all out of hair and just be all like Eo's the only one that can color her hair <laughs> also we missed something uh, from this episode is I don't know if you liked it but I sure as hell hated it. When they had the Johnny Failure dinner that was going in through two different time zones or timelines or whatever. Um, they, they're both bipolar, I guess, now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to that when we started talking more about the roster. But yeah, I, I, like, it had potential. The way they shot it and that, like, art, art style, the way that they did that, like, black and white, like, thing, I think it was dumb. I think what they should do is pretend like they are the like the homecoming king and queen. Like, no, this is our place. Like, deal with it. Like, we're the we're the face of this company, and like that's how they should be heels. Not like we're gonna take what's ours now because because this place has been unfair. Like, no, they should just like pretend like everybody loves them forever, even though they're being booed all the time. Yeah, see, I would have liked that a lot better because when I saw that, and I was like, ugh. They're both failures. And They're I was so like, cool. I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And then the cup was in the middle of the table, which yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, you guys should have chosen a smaller glass <laughs> or put it in the back or whatever. I was like, God damn it. Did you see Dijakovic's tweet about that? No. He said something about like, uh, this, it was the first time that his wife touched his genitals. So they wanted to commemorate the occasion and put it in their centerpiece or some shit like that. <laughs> Ah, Dijakovic. Ah, he's one of my favorite wrestlers. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, that was it for this last week. Um, Yeah, and since we haven't really talked for a little bit, I have the roster right here. I just want to kind of go through a little bit of it and touch on some people, say bye to a few people, and go from there, I guess. (sighs) Um, Going from A to Z, then. 
Angel Garza is actually still in the NXT roster, what I'm seeing here. So I wonder if he's going to come back after all this shit. If there is an after all this shit, I should say. If if there's an after all this shit, uh, I would love to see him back because he's... I would love to see him go up against like Hijo de Fantasma or something like that or yeah. do like a family storyline versus family from La Luchadors or whatever. Because he's fantastic. He's great. And I'm glad to see he's not going to complete waste on the other rosters because he's there to help out. He's too good to. But as well. he, yeah, he's ridiculously good on there. Like even even when I see when they give him like a bad thing, he like turns it into something great. Like he turns shit into a diamond. Like yeah. fantastic. Um. The well, the other thing is I'm seeing someone on here, which makes me think less that Austin that uh, Adrian Garza is gone, and that's Austin Theory, who is on Raw now. And I said a few weeks ago, I was like, how this the podcast hell? they are gonna shoot this guy to the moon, didn't I? And he yeah. is already on the main show, dude. With Shane Thorne, right? Yeah. And the... no, no, Austin Theory is with uh, Zelina and um. Oh, and Angel, Angel, yeah. And what's his name? Andrade. Andrade, there we go. Andrade oh, my God. Another one of these NXT picks that I jumped on right away and said that these guys are going to be super great. Um, Yeah, so do you want to, like, you like Dexter Lumis? If you want to talk about him, feel inclined to, is, because I don't want to, but somebody else. Is he the next one that to. came up? Yeah. The next more important uh, one other than Damian Priest, but we're going to see him in the next match, so we'll be able to talk about him next week. Okay, let's see. Dexter Loomis, uh, he came from Impact, which also I've been studying that company now, too, because I have time. <laughs> um, he seemed pretty cool there uh, in was his matches the that I could... character? No, he, he was like a beast, but like he had more... He had more presence in the way that they're using him. Um, but yeah, call me a mark again. Because this whole, like, being in the, in, the, in, like, the walkway or being on the side and then coming up to help Velatine, which is going to always be cool for me. Um, I just want to know more. Like, uh, like, his music, I actually like his music. I don't like the background that they have. I don't even think they should have a background for him. They should just have it black and then his eyes light up when he walks out like from the Dune movie back in the 70s or 80s and then just have his music and walk out and just scare the shit out of people that way. Like that's that that I'm okay with that. But you got to tell me more about him cuz I got to know more about Timothy Thatcher as the meanest son of a bitch <laughs> that debuted and he's with the bro like that's cool i don't know much i need to know more about this character it's just my thing so i haven't completely ruled him off even though when he was first introduced i was like who the hell is this guy and get him off my screen yeah. but it, i'm i'm like i'm like 50 50 with him all right uh yeah i mean like i just don't like it but i know a lot of people do people are talking about him and like liz said that she like like she was interested in it so somebody needs to represent him um eo's on here but we don't really have any updates on her until she fights charlotte finn there was an update on twitter that said that something happened to him in the back so i'm assuming killer cross slash carrion cross whatever his nxt name is going to be 
um, is the person who attacked him. He is the person who attacked Tommaso Ciampa two weeks ago and will probably feud with Gargano, I'm assuming. Also, what did they call him? Carrion Cross? Carrion Cross, I think, is going to be his name in this promotion. Just call him Killy Cross. <laughs> I guess they didn't want to call him Killy Cross from the rumors because of everything that's going on right now. I don't care. I'm watching True Detective, and if anyone knows what that show's about, it's worse than that guy's name. Like, <laughs> just let him be his character. Like, this is one thing where I believe WWE messes up, either if it's for trademark reasons, I can understand. But if you can use their name, use their name. They feel comfortable. They don't have to, like, screw up on anything. Let them be who they are. That's it. Just, just leave it that way. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean I agree. I just because I think it sounds cooler too. Like if that's the reason they're they're changing it, it's dumb. Um, I hope not. I I hope he was just trying to like get a different name to differentiate this part of his career. But I guess we'll see. Um, next big ones I guess we should talk about because it's coming up is the tag team champion, uh, Matt Riddle. Pete Dunne, and now Timothy Thatcher. You mentioned him a couple a couple minutes ago. Uh, who I had never seen him wrestle. That dude is ripped, but that dude yep. is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's the main son of a bitch, according to Morrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the way that they brought him out and the way that like done uh, made him uh, surprised and everything. Matt Riddle is the most entertaining person, especially now with what was potentially going on with the other most entertaining person on the roster, Matt uh, or Matt Riddle is going to be the last person that we have left. And that promo with him and Thatcher from this week, where he's like, well, every time I stare into your green eyes, right? your eyes are brown. I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else do we got? Yeah, uh, Thatcher, I'm great. Riddle's gonna be fantastic, like he always is. Uh, At least until we can get done back. So, yeah, because Dunn plays off of Riddle really well, yeah. but Thatcher's doing a great job of just being the complete opposite of him. Well, doing the same uh, kind of things, so, like similar. He's yeah. just like an angry guy who just wants to fight his people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait to happen so that. I hope it's not too long. I want if you have to. Pete Dunn, smuggle yourself on a ship. I know WWE will set you up somewhere in Florida. <laughs> and then he, and then Riddle's house. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Who else do we got? I don't have anyone else that I wanted to talk about um, that I'm looking at right here. If you have anybody. Uh, Damian Priest, garbage. <laughs> um... Dakota Kai, I'm really happy with her direction. She's getting better. Cameron Grimes, I'm actually missing this guy. Can I have Cameron? Can I get a little bit of let's get grimy back on? Yeah. Um, let's see. Chelsea Green, um, I didn't like her having the manager guy with the Robert Roger Stone brand or whatever. Yeah. But I'm starting to like it, it especially when he's all yeah, it works for her. Uh. Especially in the last one that they did, and they're doing the photo shoot, and and he's all like, "We lost, but we were close. So all we gotta do is get back up, 
and try again. Like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, you're not blaming anyone. You're actually impressed with where you were. All right, cool. You're not one of those stupid, like, managers. You actually know what you're doing. So I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, yeah, so I you told you that was going to work. I liked it from the beginning. The way that they, the way, I like the way that they look together. Like, whoever put them together, I think, did a good job. Let's see. Who else has he got? Oh, your boy Kona? <laughs> Do you have anything to say? <laughs> COVID Reeves. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I like Raquel Gonzalez, how she's doing really well. Also, where's Rhea? She's not on here, is she? she she's on here, but she's not on TV. I and I was like, WrestleMania's, and WrestleMania's been gone for a while. She's not on this official roster here. Uh, I have her here on the official roster. Oh, okay, there it is. I don't know where I missed it, and then my browser got all weird. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> uh, I found something that makes me happy. What? I know she's not on here yet, but it makes me happy because they haven't removed her. Shayna Baszler. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. All right, let's see. Zaylee, I want to see more of her, especially right now. Her and Aaliyah, I want to see again, for some reason. Because their last match was actually pretty good. But... Is it me, or does the roster look smaller now? No, not really. I think it's just that they're using it less. Like, we have so many more promos and stuff like that, because they have so little that they can do right now. Yeah, that's that's about it so far to comments on everyone. Mostly we've done it already. A lot of like the the last couple of weeks anyways, we've seen like the two oh five infusion because they're doing a cruiserweight tournament. Oh that's so probably true. Two, that's... At least two matches a week are going to the like people who aren't really normally on this show. I like how William Regal's here. I was like, you're not a wrestling man. <laughs> no, he's the GM. I know he's the GM, but come on. That's why he needs to be on there. He's part of the roster. He makes the matches. <laughs> Bronson Reed needs a match. I need to see Bronson Reed, too. Yeah. So what, like, of all the stuff that's in the fire, I guess, right now, what are you most looking forward to? The thing that seems to be the most consistent that I would like to see keep going is is the Keith Lee matches, even though it's a Damian Priest, <laughs> and to see what they do with the tag team division without those new people, because it's gonna include those guys. I know, but like the bros, like the bros need to hang on. The bros weights need to hang on to the to those titles for a while to help build up the division. I don't want to see those guys already come in and take it. Yeah. Which I feel like which is going to happen. I feel like Undisputed it, needs another reign soon and then break them up. Like they need all those guys are too good to just be together this much longer, but they can't really yeah. break them up that impactfully. 
Like, I don't want them to do something that big a move in an empty arena the same way that they did and blew Gargano versus Ciampa. Yeah. Uh, also, would like so to North see Breezango. North American is the most thing, and then Breezango. I would like to see Breezango come back and challenge the Broserweights. That would be a really good tag team match. That would match. be fun, actually. Yeah, that would be really <laughs> right? fun with all four of them in it. Um, but yeah, Keith Lee just needs to dominate and show, and then maybe just for fun, screw with Adam Cole a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, I can just crush you, right? <laughs> Oh man, the women's division like that's what I'm most interested in right now. Like I want to see them all go against Charlotte because she is the pinnacle of like women's wrestling. This is the best division, even if none of them are like super standouts. I want to see what kind of matches she can put on with Candice. Like that EO one is the one I'm most looking forward to, but like I want to see her against Candice, even against uh like Casey Catanzaro. I want to see her in there. Oh yeah. Uh, Tegan, obviously, like Dakota and Raquel. I want to see her against Raquel, like that. Cal. Those are gonna be cool matches, and that's what I hope we get along at least long enough for her to go around the division for a little while. Rain from Charlotte. I I want to see that too, but for some reason I have a feeling it's so fragile that that it could go how you're saying it and it can go the complete opposite way and be like who let vince into the building like dude uh, <laughs> say what you will but triple h has been vincing it up a lot lately that gargano champa finale uh the whole like the way damian priest nah, actually i don't hate that but you actually kind of like that the, the loomis thing like i don't like a lot of the the decisions that they're making lately <sighs> yeah, yeah I'll give you credit. Work, we'll see. That that's to be seen, but I don't know. I'm starting to get more skeptical. Yeah. Also, uh, what is it? His position got downgraded or something. So Triple H's. So I hope he doesn't affect his NXT role. Because yeah, I can see like. Vince coming in is like, no, 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 I'm going to downgrade you for a little bit. Take some time off, and he sneaks in. Yeah. He's like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know. Like, honestly, fuck Vince McMahon. He could have easily not taken a salary this year. And for the remainder of the year, never feel it financially. And he could have, like, from his own salary, paid for all those people that they just released. Oh, yeah. No, they had money for everything. Yeah. They were going to still be profitable yeah. for the next couple of quarters. Like, that's why no one... In the middle of a fucking global pandemic, if your company doesn't turn a profit. Like, it's okay, I promise. But they're still, they were still going to turn a profit no matter what. That's the funny thing. And that's what people are mostly upset. It's like, this was nothing in the bucket for you to do. Um... Especially because I know, according to her 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 release thing, that she's okay with it and she's very happy and she learned a lot. But if we can all have a moment of silence for Tanera Conti, because she was amazing, we should have seen more of her. But they brought in other stars that they signed in, like Mercedes Martinez and I forget. Uh, like Kaden took Kaden Kaden Carter and then Chelsea Green that took away time from her but when she was on she was on and latinas do it better so a moment of silence please
Yeah. And I, I hate that they wasted her towards the end there, too. And we didn't even see her for, like, the last, like, six months or something like that. Yeah. But, whatever. Um, AEW, if you're picking up the revival, which you already did, pick her up. She will help your division immensely. So if you could take it, one of the... I'm sure you thought about it. If you could put one of those released superstars in any promotion, who would it be? Oh, well, and <laughs> it doesn't even, we don't even have to guess because we already know where they're going. But, like, I, I would love to see Tanara Conti in AEW. Rusev's going to AEW. And the revival. And then the revival is already going to AEW. Thanks to uh, the Elite episode that was on YouTube. So, they talked about all of those people? Uh, well, Rusev, from what I heard in rumors, is that Rusev is in talks, and then the Revival have already filed trademarks for the new name, the Revolt. Yeah. And but in the Elite, they are looking up. Uh, um, why can I not think of their name right now? The Young Bucks are hanging out at their house, and they're looking up at the cloud, and then they see the oh, hashtag. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, well, we know where they're going. <laughs> um, I, my hot tape for the week is that it's time for the wrestling community to find out how not good the revival is. How not good? Yeah. <laughs> the revival is not anywhere near as good as everybody pre- likes to pretend that they are. Like, well, they... Their whole gimmick about no flips, like, kick, like, just fists is so fucking lame and played and, like, <laughs> stupid and dumb. Especially because you know, like, you're the only ones that are going to do that, like, in this day and age. And, like, that's your excuse for being a shit, for being, like, boring wrestlers? Okay, whatever. The reason that you guys were made was because of DIY and AOP. Like, all those matches were really good. And I'm not going to say that they weren't good in those matches, but they had a lot of time in wwe and you can blame it on the booking but they were with some of the best tag teams that we've seen ever with the usos and with new day and they couldn't put on shit usos and new day have put on some of the greatest tag team matches that like we've seen and like no one can deny that and the fact that these guys had like these lame ass runs that are were inconsequential People can blame it on their on the booking, but it did like it was them. They weren't interesting at all against a lot of very interesting tag teams. And I bet they're gonna have a really good match against the Young Bucks, and everybody's gonna think they're super great. And then they're just gonna peter off, and no one's gonna ever admit that they're not that good against tag teams like Best Friends and Lucha Express, who won't be able to carry them in matches. So I've never even seen them wrestle that well. Except for when they did the Survivor Series invasion into NXT. And that looked, they looked really good. But also that's only one time out of anything else. I haven't seen them in their time when they were in NXT. But I thought they also wrestled the New Japan. I don't know. I honestly never seen them in New Japan. I saw, from the time that I've been watching them, they were in NXT, they were with DIY and AOP, and I enjoyed those matches a lot. But they weren't the parts of those matches that I enjoyed. Like, gotcha. they were just the faceless people, or they were the faceless team in that match that could have been replaced with any other tag team that was on the roster. Ooh. They were the forgotten sons of the time to me. Ah, I gotcha. That makes more sense to me now. Um, 
Yeah, which, by the, the way, I cannot believe they are giving the Forgotten Sons time on national television. Well, they belong to Raw now. No, they or, belong to SmackDown. Oh, SmackDown. I'm saying they're giving them time on Fox, and those guys fucking suck. <laughs> but I, I just don't. I think that the revival is good. I don't think they're nearly as good as everybody makes them out to be. Forgotten Sons suck. Yeah. I like some of the best tag team matches was what that ladder match with Undisputed, um, the Street Profits. Who else was in it? Because I oh dang it, I forgot. The Viking Raiders were in it too. I think so. And I think Forgotten Sons were in it. No, there's somebody else. Why can't I think of them? Well, whatever. They're. That was an amazing match. Once, uh, once I remember and figure it out, I'll bring it up on the next episode. Um, but yeah, that's... I don't know. I'd still prefer this product over anything else. Even though it's a little disappointing at the time. But also, yeah, can, can it be blamed on the current situation? Or is it... This is how it's going to be going forward. I don't know. I think that there's blame either way, like that they can take because they also have not been as good as AEW or the way that they've handled not having a crowd. Yeah. Um, they could easily do that, especially the way that like NXT like proclaims to be a family and stuff like that. Like they could easily have other people in the mat and around ringside, safely distant. Oh yeah. Yelling. Um. And you can still like spring like how. When I brought up, I think it was the last time where they brought up that it tied in from one week to the next, where like some wrestlers interacted with other wrestlers out on the side, and it was part of the story. They could do that here too. You can have Keith Lee relaxing in a chair, having a drink, and then like Damian Priest is fighting Cameron Grimes or whatever, and Priest comes around, and then Keith stands up. He's like, "What? I'll take you right now." Like that, I would like more than this whole. Priest coming and trying to attack him from the back thing. Like, yeah. man up, fool. If you want this, come come at me from the front. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're still probably what I prefer just a little bit over AEW right now. But I will say one thing about AEW. And I guess we can probably stop talking soon because this isn't an AEW episode. But Matt Hardy finally made me care about Matt Hardy. What? So, like, the whole time that Matt Hardy, the only thing that I've ever cared about Matt Hardy is Jeff Hardy and Broken Matt Hardy. Okay. So, this episode, I don't know, did you, did you see AEW at all this week? No, not this week. Okay, so at least watch his promo. There's, he starts off the promo as Broken Matt Hardy and he's talking to Chris Jericho. And then he decides to uh, bring up his vessel, Matt Hardy, his current vessel, Matt Hardy. And so then he's just Matt. And he cuts a promo as Matt. And it's the only time I've ever cared about a Matt Hardy promo. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That sounds interesting. Yeah. And I don't know how to say that any better. Because Broken Matt Hardy is one thing that isn't Matt Hardy. Like, it's it's completely different. And I love it. And, like, whenever they're the Hardy Boys, I always care about Jeff more than I care about Matt. Because he's the eccentric one that throws his body around. Like, he's the one you're supposed to care about. And... This time I like I'm fully invested in him being in AEW now. So I like his jump is probably the best one that I've enjoyed so far. 
Alright, I'll have to check that out. Uh, oh, I have a I have one quick thing. What do you think is going to happen with the women's tag team champ like titles? Because I'm really annoyed that nothing's been really done. It's just been going back and forth. Like, yeah, at this point... I'm not going to see them for a while. There's no tag teams around there for, like, anybody on there to be there. I, I believe this should... Like, you destroyed one, for sure, tag team yeah. with a uh, team kick, but uh, you, I believe if you're smart, you can at least do two or three women's tag teams in NXT and then have somebody challenge. Like, you have to get that belt moving around other than Raw, because that's what it seems like. Well, what I would do... Uh, like, I don't think they're going to do this, but what I would do is have... After EO, Dakota come out, demand her shot against Charlotte. Charlotte beats her. Rhea, or uh, not Rhea, Raquel demands her shot against Charlotte. Charlotte beats her, and then they both, like, throw, throw a fit and show up on SmackDown and attack Alexa and Nikki. And then they feud for a little bit, but finally they take it because Rhea, Raquel can just beat the crap out of both of them. There you go. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's what I would do. Yeah, that's good. But uh, I don't think that that's what's going to happen. I think they're just going to stay on the main shows for a while. They'll probably stay on Nikki and Alexa for a while. Uh, and is, I like Nikki. It's okay, because Nikki's starting to find her way a little more and like show her character. So it's, it's been okay. Yeah, I like Nikki. I always like Nikki ever since I freaking got onto this when I got came back, but the I was like Alexa, like no, he, I, I don't know. I feel they should break up, and the tag team should be go to like an actual tag team, not Natalia. I'm sorry, I don't want her to have the belt just because your dad was a tag team <laughs> champion. Like I'm sorry, but um, yeah, with at least like with Nikki. So like I was kind of the same way, and I think it's more because we've seen what she can do when she's alone, and she had that feud with Oscar. But uh-huh. like, on the main roster, I don't know how that would really work to make her as interesting without just playing the same old tricks. So her being kind of like Alexa's quirky, weird friend works for her to still be her like crazy, like running around self. And like the more that I've thought about it, the more what Nikki's doing right now works for me. Okay. That's just me personally. All right. Uh, yeah, I uh... nothing else though. Alright, sorry for our impromptu break, but hopefully you guys will listen to us next week. And hopefully we'll have an episode next week. Yeah, I'm sure we will. I'll probably even sooner than that because we still have an episode this week. Oh, that's right. Alright. Alright, bye. Bye.